This is Michelle, and you're listening to The Best Loved Nanny, a podcast where I share stories from my experiences as a New York City nanny. And in this episode, we're going to talk about nanny dads. If you've listened to previous episodes, I've talked a little bit about the first family that I nannied for and my relationship with that dad. He was a little bit of a grumpus. And really, besides the fact that he was my employer, we didn't really have a friendship or any kind of relationship outside of that. But in the two decades that I'd be in New York, I would work for many families. And some families I lived with either, you know, in New York as their nanny or on vacation. I did summers in the Hamptons for families. So I got to know those families really well. And my relationships with those dads were very different. So I wanted to do an episode on that. And I want to say, this is always the first thing people ask. What's your relationship like with a dad? And does he hit on you? And people are always so curious about that. And I've shared stories in the past about other situations that I've kind of, you know, heard about or learned about. But in my situation, and I've said this before, and I want to make it crystal clear, my nanny dads were never inappropriate, or I never felt like they crossed a line or that there was ever any sexual tension. And my nanny moms weren't jealous of my relationship with them, aside from one story that I'm going to tell you today. But I think people are curious about it. And in my experience, it was kind of like some of these guys were big brothers or cousins or dude friends. And um, just because, you know, they were my male boss, and I was their female nanny, and I lived with them in some situations, it didn't have to be awkward. And it didn't have to be the stigma that people sometimes assume. So that said, I'm going to share some stories about my nanny dads. The first nanny dad that I want to talk about was one of my first nanny dads, not that initial family that brought me to New York, but this would be the next family that I would go on to work for. I lived with them. I did nights and weekends. When I started, they had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and she was pregnant. And while I was there shortly after I started, she had the third child. So I had three kids under the age of four, and I was like 20 years old. Both of these parents worked, and the dad traveled a lot for work, especially during the week. So sometimes there would be a couple of days or a week would go by and I wouldn't see him. And the mom worked from home, but she also managed and helped with the kids because there were three of them. So she and the other nanny pretty much juggled the daytime stuff, school, drop-off, after-school activities, homework, all of it. And then I was there nights and weekends. So if she was working or if she was going out or if the dad was in town and they were going out, I would be there to babysit. And then on the weekends, they spent a lot of time together as a family. But because both parents worked full time, that's also their time to get things done, have a date night, um, you know, do something during the day, run their errands. So it was any combination from all of us being together, me just having the kids for a little bit or being with one parent or the other. So through that, I got to know my nanny dad because I spent a lot of time with him. The thing that I liked about this nanny dad was like, he was like work hard, play hard. He liked to have a good time and he was fun and he was outgoing and he had a lot of energy and that was fun for me to be around. And because of that, I think also with my energy, it was easy for us to have a conversation and, and to have a relationship. And he... He had said, he had joked a couple of times, even though he wasn't that much older than me, he had joked a couple of times because he had three boys that I was the closest thing that he had to a daughter. And when I would date somebody, especially if it was over a period of time and they would hear the same name a couple of times, he would say, I want to meet this dude and I want to check this dude out. And I had a guy come over to pick me up once. And the thing about this guy is that the, the guy that I worked for was in finance and the guy that I was dating was in finance. And I think it was a little bit like he wanted to get to know my nanny dad. He had a big job title. So it was like, oh, you know, I want to like meet your dad. And I didn't care. I was young. I was having fun. And so anyway, he came over to pick me up. I think 
I think my date had the hope that he would get invited up or whatever. I did not want that. And when he arrived, he rang the buzzer. I thought he was going to text me and say, oh, I'm downstairs, you know. So he rings the buzzer and then everybody's like, is he picking you up? Because they knew I was going out. And so everybody ran to the camera, the buzzer. And and my nanny dad's like, let him up or let's go get the mail. Let him in. What are we doing? And so because the mailbox is like downstairs and I was still getting ready and I'm screaming. I'm like, no, please don't. And they're like, oh, no, we're interrogating him. So they're like, come on up. So he gets in and I'm like, is this really happening to me? And they bring him in. And he tells the middle kid, he's like, when he gets here, you're going to say, who are you? And what are your intentions with my nanny? And the kid was like, I'm on it. And so he came in and they sat him down and he was very lighthearted. But the boys were like running around and it was like so awkward. He was like, okay, have a good time. Have her back soon. Like just joking around. But it was this like... He wasn't old enough to be my dad, but he kind of played off of it. It was just funny. He was humorous, you know, like he embraced the moments. And I think that's what helped contribute to our friendship, our camaraderie. Now, one of the things with this family is that they traveled in the summer, not only out to the Hamptons, but they had a vacation house that we, a location that we would travel to and I would stay with them. Now, the first year that we went, we only went for like two weeks and it was pretty much, I did have time off. I didn't work the full straight two weeks, but in the evenings, I was fairly young. And now if you know my stories, I will talk to anybody about anything, anytime I'll go anywhere by myself. But back then I I really didn't. And I was young and I hadn't really experienced going out by myself. And the night before our last night, my nanny family had gone out for lunch and they were up at the clubhouse. The place we were staying, it was like a golf play. Like you had a house there and you could play golf. And the they came back from golfing and the dad was like, you're going on a date tonight. What are you going to wear? And I was like, what? My nanny mom's like, he set you up with a guy who works in the, he's the bartender in the guy's lounge at the clubhouse. And he's like, he's a cool dude. I've known him forever. You're going to go out with him. They tell me his name. They're like, you're going to go meet him at this bar at the end of the bar. You got to get ready because it's going to be soon. They're like, we're going to let you. You're like, you're done. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, go get ready. You're going to go out. We just want you to go and have a good time. And I'm like, okay. So I go and I I get ready to go. And, you know, they give me the car. And my nanny dad gives me like a hundred bucks. And he's like, go have fun. Be young. Like he was totally into it. And my nanny mom, I've talked a little bit about this family as I got as I got a little more comfortable going out, I did go out a lot and sometimes I drank and I'd be hung over the next day. And it did kind of, I laugh about it now. It did become a sore subject at some points, but you know, at the same time, they like knew I was young. They knew I was going out and I was a good nanny. I've talked about that in the past. Like I've, I overcompensated for a lot of it anyhow. So he sends me out and, um, I go out and I meet this guy and he's a cool dude and we hit it off and he it's a very small town there's basically a main street with a couple of bars and a lot of people end up there and that'll be relevant as I go on to tell the story but anyway so I meet this guy and he's cool and and I like him and he's nice and he's fun and he's like okay well next summer you know because if I'm with this family they come every year and he's like you know I'll see you next summer and I'm like okay and we exchange all of our information and the next day I got up and I went in the kitchen and as I was trying to get some water my nanny dad like looked at my arm and everybody in town had like signed my arm as like a tattoo I don't know what we were thinking and um he uh He's like, okay, so you had a good time last night. I'm like, yeah, well, then the next night, my nanny family went out to dinner and they came back early. And my nanny dad's like, everyone in town was like, go home and send your nanny out. Like, everybody wanted to hang out with me. It's a small town. You know, a lot of the same people came through year after year, but like, young new nanny, that was fun. I was a hit. So we, um, so that just kind of set up for the next summer. So the next summer we go and 
were there for, a, I don't know, I think we went for a month, maybe longer. So the way that the family set it up was that I worked during the week and then I had the weekends off. We talked about it and they were just going to be able to get, they had family there as well. So they would be able to get some coverage on the weekends and that way I could go out and like have chunks of time off and, and have a good time in this town. And they were totally fine with that. I just didn't really take an account that it's such a small town and my nanny families would go out on the weekends so that I would be running into them. Well, very early on in the summer, I met this other guy um, just randomly out and he was a cool dude and he had a boat and his whole family was out there and they were really fun. And so I started spending some time with him. We were like, I mean, I don't know how you date being that I was on vacation and I lived in a different part of the country and so did he. This was like a vacation place, but we were making the most of it hanging out and it, it was early and it was just, we were just having fun. But he invited me out on a date, like on a Saturday, and I went, and then it kind of just spilled over into the evening. We went out on his boat, and then we went drinking, and and anyhow, one thing led to another, and it was evening time. And he was like, do you want to go have one last drink next door at the bar? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. So we go over there, and I'm not really paying attention, but all of a sudden I look up, and my the people I work for are there, like my nanny mom, my nanny dad, but also her brother was in town. So it was him and his wife, and then the grandfather came out. And my nanny mom sees me, and immediately she knows what's going on. So she comes over, and she's like, are you on a date right now? And I'm like, kind of, yeah. She's like, you can't do this. This isn't New York City. What about the other guy? And I'm like, no, I like him. I'm seeing him tomorrow. And she's like, no, this is a small town and people are going to find out. Matter of fact, we ran into the other guy, so-and-so, when we were leaving and we gave him a ride here and he's here. He's like playing poker in the back. She's like, what are you doing? And um, then he noticed me and he walked over and I was with the other dude. And I know that she... I know that she was kind of like, well, we're just going to see what happens now. But he was like, are you on a date right now? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, are we still going out tomorrow? And I was like, I was planning on it. And he was like, okay, cool. And like kind of walked off. And then my the other guy was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, I've just this other guy that I've been hanging out with. And he was like, oh, okay, are we still on our date right now, though? And I was like, I thought so. He was like, okay. And my nanny mom was like, who are you? And what spell do you have on these people? And so she walks off and the guy and I finish our drinks and then he leaves. But then the other guy, then I'm like, you know, I go find the other guy and everybody's hanging out. They're playing poker. And he's like, okay, do you want to hang out? Like have a drink? I'm like, okay. So we go to the bar and we're hanging out. And the night goes on and then my nanny mom leaves at some point. I remember that. She like went home or like something. She had the kids in the morning. So she's leaving her nanny and her husband because she has kid duty in the morning. And we continue to stay there. But it gets late and that bar closes down at like two, not four, like New York. And so the dude and I decide we're going to go to another bar. And my nanny, the rest of the nanny family is going to leave. So as we go, we're like walking down the street and he kind of just pulls me over and we just start like making out on the street. Super classy. I know I was young. Anyhow, and the streets are now like overrun by everybody leaving the bars and it's busy and it's kind of like this, you know, downtown type feel of there's people everywhere. Um, we're like making out and then my all of a sudden I look at my nanny dad is like, come on, what are you doing? Break it up. And he's like, comes in there and I look and he's standing, there's a hot dog cart and they've got a cab and like all the, everybody else is like piled into this cab and he's like getting hot dogs for everybody. And he's like, come on, that's my nanny. Come on, the two of you. And he's like, it's enough. The night is enough. And he like kind of breaks us up and he's like, eat a hot dog. And he got me some food and he's like, get the car. You're coming home with us. And everybody's yelling at me. So like, that's kind of the relationship. The other thing there, um, I feel like, I think this, feel like this could have been that night. Night. but who knows sometimes they blur together that 
the place that we were had gambling in the back and there was an ATM so you can get cash so you can gamble with cash. And every time my nanny dad was at the ATM, I would go over and check in on him. They'd be like, hey, what are we doing over here? And then he'd be like, okay. And he'd like peel off some money and give it to me. Never mind the fact that he had a tab open and I was already putting my drinks on his tab. Not that I was also paying for a lot of drinks because um, I also made friends with the bartender. And like I said, I was getting to know people in the town. So people were always buying my drinks. But the next day I did tell him, I went to him and I was like, Hey, you gave me a bunch of money last night, like over the course of the evening. But, um, I did, and I played games. There were other things you could spend money on, but I was like, I feel like I should give you this money back. And he was like, save it for another night, whatever. He did not care. And that was not the first time he actually gave me money once. Um, my friend and I babysat it was over a long weekend. I think it was Memorial Day weekend. My friend was a nanny for their friends, but their friends went out of town without the, without my friend. She didn't have to go. And so they offered her extra work by helping me. And so my they didn't want me to be alone with all three kids all weekend. So they're like, we'll hire her. We'll pay her to come hang out. So she spent that weekend. And when they got back on Monday... It was like 8 or 9 p.m. And we walked in the door and they were like, how did you guys do? And, you know, we were talking about, we were sending updates, but they were like, how did everything go today while they were traveling? And he gave us a hundred bucks. And this is a quick side story. He gave us a hundred bucks and told us like to go out and have a drink and like relax because, you know, we'd had the kids all weekend. So we went to the Odeon in Tribeca and there was this really cute bartender. His name was Dave. I'm just going to say it. His real name was Dave. He was cute. And we went in there and he was young and we went in there and we ordered drinks. And we were talking about nanny stuff. And later he would tell, this was much later, like, I don't know, maybe a year later, he told us that the whole time he thought we were moms, because we originally came in there that night, we were talking about our nanny kids and we were always talking about kids. He, from the other side of the bar, never picked up that we were nannies. Um, but anyhow, we each had, I think, a, a glass of wine and then he kept, kept refilling it and he charged us each for a glass of wine and our whatever that is in those days, 25 bucks in Tribeca. And so we were like, let's just leave them 100 bucks. Like, you know, we're, what are we going to do? Split the other $75, whatever. And then we, I think we had some other things, too. So we were like, let's just leave them the big tip. And I will tell you, I don't think I ever got charged for more than a glass of wine. Now, I never tipped $75 again, but I will say for the remainder of the time that I went in there and he would see me. At the time, I drank Chardonnay. I do not drink Chardonnay anymore. But at the time, he would see me and he would like pour a glass and we'd go in there. Um, and all that time, he thought that. And then the other time that my nanny dad gave me money was the opposite. I actually decided that I was going to um, like sober up for a month. I was going to not drink and work on my health and fitness. I think another friend was doing it with me. We were like, let's just dry out for a little bit. And my nanny dad said, if you can do it, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And my nanny mom was like, how are you going to know? Like how you're not going to be with her. And he's like, I trust her. And I was like, he trusts me. And she's like, she's never going to make it a month. I did. I made it a full month. And guess what happened at the end of the month? It was like the next day. And I was like, you know, tomorrow's a full month. And he's like, okay, I owe you a hundred bucks. So the next day he gave me a hundred dollars. And then he gave me a bottle of champagne and his wife just stood there shaking her head at the two of us and how ridiculous we were. 
Speaking of ridiculous, if you're not following me on TikTok at The Best Love Nanny, you've probably missed out on the conversation we're having about living arrangements when you're a live-in nanny. What are your living quarters like? My friend had this ridiculous apartment, which had prior to having children, it was the nanny dad's man cave. But then when they had children, his wife made him let the nanny live down there. It was this ridiculous place. Anyhow, a lot of nannies have chimed in talking about what their situations were like. So you can join the conversation. That's at the Best Love Nanny on TikTok. I also have my stories at Ogarza, O-G-A-R-Z-A. And you can find all of this on my website, thebestlovenanny.com. I'm going to tell one more story about this nanny dad. Uh, I teased it at the beginning of the podcast. And I want to, I've said this before, and, and I'll say it again. My nanny families, the parents never fought in front of me. Like they didn't have arguments and fights people ask about that too not that there wasn't ever like a heavy sigh or an eye roll or a quick little corp but for the most part I didn't and there are nannies who are in environments where the parents are fighting or yelling but that was never my case but you know sometimes people have a bad day right and you could tell you could tell if somebody's mad at somebody like you could read and do it anyhow this is Saturday morning and some of my nanny one of my kids had like soccer or something and the dad and I took all the kids out of the house and it was in my mind I just thought maybe my nanny mom was like I need some peace and quiet whatever So the four of us go to soccer and then afterwards my nanny dad's like, let's go to the diner. And I'm like, what? Because as I've shared in the past, my nanny mom did not like eating out or she didn't like eating out with the nanny, not like eating out with the nanny, but like she didn't like wasting money on eating out. So if we went someplace, it was like pack a sandwich, pack a sandwich, pretty much the majority of the time eating out was like a special treat. And I mean, they went out to dinner and they did things and they took the kids, but it was like, I don't know with all of us. Anyhow, my nanny dad and I go to the diner and... We're pretty having like a decent morning and everybody's like relaxed and it's killing time and I'm happy. But I look down and I notice my nanny mama said something like, have your nanny dad call me, like whatever. And I just kind of pretended like I didn't see it. Now, I know that's terrible, but at the same time, I'm only human and I wanted to break too. And we were eating bacon like at a diner. What do you want from me? So I just pretended I was supposed to be on my phone anyway. So I just kind of pretended like I didn't see it for just a little bit. And then maybe 10, 15 minutes go by. And then he says, hey, I left my phone at home. Can I use your phone to call my wife? And I'm like, sure. So I go get my phone. And I'm like, oh, she sent a message. And he was like, how long ago? And I was like, oh, like 10 or 15 minutes ago. And he's like, okay. So I give him the phone and he calls her and they have a brief converse, very brief conversation. And they hang up, we're eating. And just a few minutes later, I see her walking. We're like kind of at this intersection. And I can see her across the way, like marching over. And I was like, here we go. And she came in. And she's like, hi, and there we are. And we were pretty much the only ones in the diner. And it's this cute little place. And it's just us. And we're all crammed into this booth. And she's like, you can go home. You have off now. And I was like, okay, bye. Like grabbed a piece of bacon out the door. And I'm, you know, I'm joking about it. It's funny. When you live with people, even though they're your employers, they're also like roommates kind of, you know, you're living around each other in places like New York City, where we're forced to live a little bit closer together for the most part, you're you're with these people a lot and we're only human, right? So I just want to normalize it and talk about it. I think it's funny. All right, I want to go on to my next nanny dad, who I know because of the nanny dad I've been telling stories about. They're friends, their families are friends, and I spent a lot of time with the both of them together, whether it be in an event, a party. They shared a lot of time together in the Hamptons, and I even traveled with both of these families. 
The thing about this other family is that when I started with them, it was more part-time and sporadic, and I didn't get to know him very well until after I'd worked for them for quite some time because in the city, I didn't always see him. But as time went by and I got to know him, immediately one of the things about him that sticks out is that he treats everyone with the same kindness and respect and he doesn't talk down to anyone and I know that me personally I know that sometimes I ask him like stupid things but he never made me feel stupid when answering me matter of fact he had a birthday it was his birthday and we were having like a dinner for him at the house at just his family and his kids but I filled out a card and I said that I basically wrote him this book saying that I just thought he was just such a nice genuine guy and I appreciated all the things that he had done for me because he had been so generous and his son was just old enough to really start reading out loud and feeling comfortable reading people's handwriting and things and he wanted to read all the cards and I remember just thinking oh my gosh here we go and the kid opens it up and he's like reading this book to everybody where I'm basically like you're one of my favorite people and the family was going to go skiing after Christmas like through the new year and asked if I wanted to go and be their nanny on the trip and I said yes and I was working out my flights home for the holidays to to Chicago and he asked me which airport I was flying into because he was going to just he figured he'd fly me out of that airport to go on to the ski trip after Christmas and I said well I haven't really figured it out yet I still haven't booked it and he's like why not and I'm like I don't know it's a lot of money and I'm just kind of watching them and I've got to take like the early flight because it's like the cheapest whatever and I didn't tell him all of that but I was like oh, I just haven't done it yet. And he was like, why don't I book it? Since I'm going to be booking your flight all the way through to the ski house, it'll just be like a layover. Let me take care of it. When do you want to go? And I was like, what? And for me, it was such a big deal because I don't know, it was like three, 400 bucks. And that was so much money to me at that time in my life. And I could spend that on Christmas gifts and spend that like while I was home. And it just really meant a lot to me. But for him, you know, that he had the, like he thought about it because it, it wasn't going to make a difference to him. The best thing about the weekends with this nanny dad was his cooking. He got up and he made these very elaborate breakfasts, not all the time, but most of the time he would get up and make these really great things. And at first I didn't really know what to do with myself because I was so used to like being busy in the kitchen, if nothing else, like getting the kids their breakfast. And when he would be in the kitchen, I wouldn't know what to, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. And I think I would kind of pester around. And then one day I finally said, like, what should I be doing right now? And he was like, relaxing. If you could just go relax somewhere because I was just kind of like shadowing him through the kitchen. And I was like, okay. And that was kind of like my first understanding into like how he operated. But then when we went out, like if my nanny mom had stuff to do, it was the same thing. It was going to be something fun. There's this place out in the Hamptons, John's Drive-In. It's towards Montauk. You can go in, you can get burgers, fries, ice cream. And we just knew that he was going to let us like everybody get double scoops. Didn't matter. We could just get whatever we wanted. And then there's this little miniature golf place that's right down the road. And it had a little bit of everything. There's this small arcade and then they had the miniature golf. But then you could also rent paddle boats to go out on the water. And for the most part, my nanny moms would be like, no, either I'm not going or we don't want to do this. or We don't have time for this. You guys are going to get wet or whatever is going to happen, whatever the situation was. But it was like when I'd go with this nanny dad, he was like, yes, let's do it. And this one particular time we had other kids with us and we had all these boats and they wanted to play this game and they were trying to climb from one boat to the other and the nanny dad let it go on for a little while and it was like, what if they fall in? And it was like, okay, then who cares? They fall in. It was kind of like, I don't know, more adventurous. There was just something about being with the nanny dads that was just a little more adventurous. All right. So maybe my favorite story with this nanny dad happened out in the Hamptons. And we. so my nanny family... 
this particular family liked to host in the Hamptons. They liked to have their friends over. They had a nice little setup. They were close to the beach. And my families, for the most part, did like to stay in and enjoy one another's company. So they did, it's not like they didn't go out. Sometimes they would go out to dinner. They ended up back at the house. But, but there were a lot of things that took place at the house. Well, this particular weekend, it was like a Friday night and everybody decided to go out and it was a big night out and everybody came back and they hung out for a while. And the next day, everybody's feeling it. You can just tell everybody's feeling it. So around lunchtime, we're in the kitchen, we're making sandwiches and they're talking about their plans that evening. There is this local venue called Stevens Talk House and they um, host a lot of bands and musicians throughout the year. And it's especially in the summertime when there's all the summer traffic out there, they have some pretty big shows. And I don't remember the name of the artist, but my nanny family had bought the VIP tickets. So they kind of just cram you into this place and there's also like another room but for this particular concert, there was some VIP seating where you could have tables in the front. And I know this because the day of the of the concert or whatever, my nanny moms didn't want to go. They were all tired. It was a late night the night before, and they were all of them were like, we don't think we have this in us. And the nanny dads were like, what do you mean? Like, come on, we've had this plan, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we still want to go. And the moms are like, fine, go. And then my nanny mom is like, well, if you're going, you should take Michelle. Like, she should have the night. Because if my nanny, if somebody was home, I could go out. Like, I was free to do my own thing. And they had these parties at our house a lot. So if, if they were covered, for the most part, I could leave. But my nanny mom's like, take Michelle. She should have a night out. And they're like, do you want to go? And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, you should go. So I went, I like blew out my hair and I had a little dress. If I learned anything, it was to keep some kind of go out outfit in the Hamptons. I'll tell another story about a time that I didn't. But so I get all ready and the dads and I go out to this, to Stephen's talk house and we get there and we're sitting in the front row and immediately they're ordering drinks, they're ordering shots, they're sending me shots. And I'm like, is this really? And like, I've had wine with my families and I've had a beer or two, but like, we're like doing shots with the nanny dads and I'm like, am I going to get in trouble from this later? Is this a good idea? Bad idea? I don't know. So I'm partaking this. I felt bad. This other family showed up and this couple and the wife did not get the memo. And she's like, where are all the women? Like, where are all the wives? And I was like, it's me. I'm the nanny. I'm like, hi. She's like, hi. She was actually very friendly, but I think she was surprised to find out that the other ones didn't come out. Anyhow. So we went on with the evening. We're drinking and we're hearing the music and I'm hanging out with everybody. And I'm, I'm like at this point too, I'm not extremely comfortable with like this nanny dad, but it's, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm trying to enjoy it, but I'm also trying to be super responsible. So the band's over and then the other people leave and everybody's hanging out and it's kind of a younger crowd. And these guys aren't much older than me, but the people at the bar are not much younger than me either, but there's a bit of an age difference. Anyhow, the nanny dads decide that they're going to set me up with somebody and they're like, what do you like? What's your type? And they're like pointing to guys and this whole thing goes on and they're like, let's go stand over here. And I'm kind of frozen. I'm not even acting like myself, but they're totally like being my wingmen. And, and I'm like, no, I'm fine. And they're like, are you sure? And you know, at this point, everybody's been drinking and I'm like, no. So we go next door, we get pizza, we get in the cab, we go home. The next morning, I'm talking to my nanny mom. So she comes down, my nanny dad's sleeping in. And she's like, how did it go last night? And I'm like, fine, it was fun. And she was like, what happened? Tell me everything. And I'm like, well, the guys were trying to like set me up with some dudes, I think. I was like, they were like trying to like 
figure out what my type was and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, I should have told you. She's like their other nanny from a couple summers ago. She's like, when so-and-so was out here, the similar thing happened. The moms didn't want to go out. So they took her out and um, they actually found some guy for her to like, she met him and whatever. And they left her there with them. And the next day when we got up, we were being super quiet because where we stayed, the nanny stayed at that house was in the basement. it was like an open, it was really nice actually, but it was like the guest room, but it was downstairs and it was under the kitchen. So my nanny's mom's like, yeah, so we were all being really quiet and like trying to let her sleep in and it's getting later and later. And we're like, wow, how late was she at last night? And then at like 11 o'clock, she walks through the front door wearing the outfit from the night before. And she's like, I really don't want to talk about it. And just went down into the basement and then got ready and then resurfaced. And then they like never talked about it. And I knew that nanny and I talked, I talked to her about it years later. And she was like, I was so mortified. Um, And before I wrap up, I'll tell this one last thing. So these two nanny dads that I have shared these stories about, when when I met my now husband, Nick, and we first started dating, I was working for the second family. And the first family had already moved out of state. And the second family was actually in the process of moving out of state. But they got to meet Nick and spend some time with him. And unbeknownst to me, way later, I find out that after my, um, after Nick asked my parents for permission to marry me, or they had the conversation, you know, where he told them his intentions, and they gave their their blessings, he went to my two other nanny dads while we were visiting them without me knowing it, like with me in the other room and went to them. And I mean, not so seriously and like, can I marry your nanny, you know, but he knew that I had a close relationship with them, and that they cared about me. And the one doesn't have daughters. And he said that he said, Wow, I don't have daughters. No, I think anybody would ever ask me that. Um, And the other one does have daughters. And um, that family actually also helped my husband propose, which is a story for another time. But I hope that that just sheds a little bit of light um, on what different situations are. I don't think that there's there's there are enough stories out there like this. And I know that they exist because I I talk to nannies all the time about it. And if you, you know, want to join in on that action, you should follow me on TikTok at the best love nanny. Um, and then I also have my other channel, O Garza, O-G-A-R-Z-A. And you can find all this information on my website, thebestlovednanny.com.